Hi, and welcome to Bizarre and Spooky Podcast. I am Barb, your host. Canada is said to house numerous haunted locations across its 10 provinces and 3 territories, from cryptids to haunted castles to spooky battlefields. On this episode, I will share 13 haunted hotels with you. Grab some poutine, a cup of hot cocoa, and a cozy blanket, and let's begin! It is spooky season, and fall is a beautiful time for travel. While traveling, you'll need a place to stay. I have found 13 haunted hotels in Canada that you can stay at if you dare to book a room. The Best Pro Hotel in Saskatchewan Canadian Pacific Railway was founded in 1881 to connect interior towns to each other and to the coast. At the time, there was other railway companies, but they were behind on schedule and running out of money. So a group of Scottish-Canadian businessmen formed the Canadian Pacific Railway to help with this issue. As the constructions revved up, the last spike in the transcontinental railway was hammered into the ground in 1885. Now with the railway finished, there became a need for hotels and cottages along the way. Railway hotels began their constructions. The first hotel of the railway was located in Montreal in 1878. It's named the Windsor Hotel. The first hotel from the Canadian Pacific Railway was built in Vancouver in 1888. These hotels were luxurious and many were built in the distinct Canadian chateau style of architecture with Torrance and Scottish elements. The Canadian Pacific Railway acquired the Canadian National Railway and the Saskatchewan business community lobbied the Canadian National Railway to build one of its hotels here in Saskatchewan. On December 31, 1929, the Bespro Hotel began its construction. The Bespro was named after the 9th Earl of Bespro and the 14th Governor of Canada. It was built by two immigrants, John Archibald from Scotland and John Schofield from Ireland in a Baravian castle style. Since the construction began during the Depression, the hotel took longer than expected to finish. Over the years, the Beast Borough was passed down by numerous owners until the Canadian Pacific Hotels under the CP Hotels subsidiary Delta Hotels in 1990 where the hotel adapted the name Delta onto its name. Today it is owned by the Marriott Hotel and features several meetings and conference rooms and is surrounded by five acres of lovely Elizabethan gardens. Over the years, the Delta Bistro worked up a reputation of being haunted. The Adam Ballroom is located on the conference floor level and is visited by an apparition of a figure of a man wearing a gray suit and a fedora. He is said to be seen in full body and greet guests with a friendly hello. When a guest reported him to the employees, the employees were unable to find him. And over the years of this happening, the employees decided just to tell the guests that they're seeing a ghost. He is believed to be a former manager of the hotel. And his story goes like this. 
One day, there were two drunk guests causing a ruckus, and the manager asked them to be quiet or leave the hotel. Not liking the two options, they picked him up and hurled him over the balcony. He fell seven stories to his death, and crack, the crack in the marble floor where he landed is still visible today. A depressed and tired-looking short woman is said to haunt the third floor. Her clothes and hair are a mess. She keeps to herself if guests leave her alone, but if they acknowledge her presence, she will run at them, scream in their face, and disappear. Several children are heard running up and down the stairwells. As guests open the door to investigate, there are no children around. Stephen Dupreez, a sales and marketing director of the Delta Vespero, shared an encounter an employee had had with a guest that took their picture walking down the staircase. When the picture was developed, he wasn't alone on the stairs. The figure was standing behind him on the stairs. The figure could be a former bellman that was running with the guest luggage down the stairs, tripped and fell in the marble stair, and tumbled to his death. His apparition is said to be seen in the exact spot where he tripped. West Point Lighthouse Inn in Prince Edward Island the West Point Lighthouse is located on O'Leary, Prince Edward Island. It was built in 1875 and continued until 1876 by the Canadian Federal Department of the Marine. William Anderson MacDonald is one of the two, um, one of the two keepers of the lighthouse, and the lighthouse turned on for the very first time on May 21st, 1876. McDonald took great pride in keeping the lighthouse premises very clean and comfortable, so much so that an agent of the Department of the Marine had mentioned it in their reports. McDonald and his wife, Maria, my, my, Mariah, sorry, um, and their eight children, would live at the lighthouse until the winter months when they would head over to their farm two miles away. Two of the eight children were born in the lighthouse. After his retirement in 1925 was when Benny McIsaac took over as the last lightkeeper. He was wounded in the World War I and his wife Pearl with 15 children lived in the farm also two miles away from the lighthouse year-round. Benny would live alone at the lighthouse during the navigation season and during World War II. The lighthouse then became automa automated. In 1984, Canadian's first inn inside of a lighthouse was opened and included an inn, craft shop, museum in a chowder kitchen. In 1987, the inn added a restaurant and additional guest rooms. After the lighthouse was changed over to an inn, it became known as the West Point Lighthouse Inn and Restaurant. Guests and staff, staff have noticed odd paranormal activities for years, including mysterious lights turning on by themselves, 
forces out of nowhere in cold spots. People have reported encountering a friendly apparition that they believe to be McDonald's. A burning ship is also spotted that is believed to be the ship that sank centuries ago along the Northumberland Strait. The legend of the burned ship is that the crew made a deal with the devil in order to save themselves and are cursed to burn for eternity. A sea serpent has also been spotted by people in the waters just on the shores of Light Point. The witnesses report that the sea serpent was about 60 to 80 feet long with a slim neck and a horse-shaped head with a snake-like body that appeared to be coming in covered in a dark reddish brown fur. Banff Springs Hotel in Banff, Alberta. Overlooking the chalets and log cabins of Banff, Alberta, there stood a castle-like castle of the Rockies, the Banff Spring Hotel. Banff Spring Hotel is has entertained guests from all over the world for over 125 years. This luxuriously castle-like hotel is a wonderful place to relax and get away from the stress and rush of everyday life, unless you are visited by one of the many apparitions that still call the hotel home. One of the spooky stories states that many years ago in room 876, there was a horrific murder. The room is now bricked up behind walls out of sight of the guests to the hotel. In the area where the room is reportedly have been located, people have seen apparitions of the murdered family. There is also sightings of a burning bride. A couple was getting married at the Banff Springs Hotel, and as the bride was walking down the grand candle-lined staircase towards her soon-to-be husband at the altar, her dress brushed up against a candle and caught on fire. Trying desperately to put out the fire, she had tripped and fell down the stairs to her death. Her ghost is spotted dancing in the ballroom in her wedding gown, living out the wedding she should have had. Her dress sometimes is seen with flames engulfing it. She has also been seen on the staircase where she died. Jane's Bay Inn, Victoria, B.C. Jane's Bay Inn is the third oldest hotel in Victoria, British Columbia. It op opened to its first guest in 1911, just three years after the Empress, another haunted hotel that I didn't add into this episode at the time. A paranormal incident at the end is reported to occur regularly. Most famously claimed to fame would be the death of a famous Canadian painter, Emily Carr. She haunts the room that she died in that was converted into a men's washroom when the pub opened up. Emily Carr is said to be a mischievous apparition. She is reported to call guests on the phone in their rooms in the middle of the night, and when the guest answers, it is dead silent on the other end. She is also known to be standing over their beds when they wake up in the middle of the night. Fort Gary Hotel, Winnipeg, Manitoba. 
1903, the Grand Trunk Railway built the Fort Gary Hotel, originally named the Selkirk, but was decided later that it should be named after the Upper Fort Gary, which stood at the cross of the Red and Assabine Rivers. Queen Elizabeth, King George VI, Lawrence Oliver, and Louis Armstrong are among many famous guests that have stayed at the Fort Gary Hotel. Guests find it hard to sleep while staying in rooms 202 with sightings of blood dripping from the walls and a ghost of a cloak-wearing woman hovering over the foot of their beds at the late hours of the night. Ontario's Liberal MP Brenda Chamberlain stayed at the hotel and was um, shocked when she felt someone getting into her bed when she was in the room with the door locked. When she rolled over to see who it was, there was no one there. In the lounge, guests can hear a crying sound coming from the corner of the room, or they can see a woman walking down the halls in a robe. Fairmount Le Chateau Fontenac, Quebec City, Quebec. Sitting prominently on a hill with the chateau-style architecture, the Fairmount Le Chateau Frontenac Hotel is said to be the most photographed hotel in the world. With breathtakingly beautiful views, it has been the setting of numerous movies and TV shows, like The Hero, The Love Story of a Spy, and The Amazing Race Canada in 2013. The Canadian Pacific Railway built the hotel in late 1880s. It was built on the foundation of a former home of Louis de Blade Fontenac, third general of general governor of the general of the New France, and was named after him. Louis de Blade Fontenac died in his house, and upon his death, his heart was shipped to his fiancée in Europe in a decorative box. She sent it back to Quebec, too grief-struck to even open it. Her spirit is said, his spirit is said to roam the halls of the hotel and by the windowsill on the second floor. A woman in white has been spotted wearing a white nightgown. Guests have woken up to her climbing into their beds late at night. Little is known about who she is and why she haunts the hotel. Marathon Inn Hotel, Grand Manan, New Brunswick. The Grand Manan Island is home to the Marathon Inn. Built in 1871 by an old sea captain, James Petz, and was a, who was associated with the Flushing, the first scheduled ferry service in Grand Manan. While James was playing poker one night, his luck turned his way when he won the property called Marble Ridge Inn. He moved it to join the Marathon Inn as an antics. James' luck ran out when, during the move of the Marble Ridge Inn, tragedy struck. 
and the building slipped from its fastenings and fell on the three workers that were hired to move the inn. After their deaths, reports of a man walking up the stairs and floating through walls began. People believed it's one of the men that died in that tragic accident, but the description of the figure seems to be more like a French peasant than an English workman. Lights turning on and off by themselves in hangers swaying in closets when the doors are closed is said to happen in rooms 35 and 36. In at the Falls, Bracebridge, Ontario. The picturesque inn at the Falls is a hotel overlooking Bracebridge Falls in Bracebridge, Ontario. The autumn season brings many visitors to the falls to watch the autumn colors explode over the Muskoka River. The breathtakingly beautiful scenery is not the only thing that brings in the guests to the inn, but the sightings of four ghosts entice people to come as well. The inn was built in 1870 and the ghosts are said to be past residents of the miner unwilling to leave. Judge William Crosby Manhaffey is said to be one of the spirits that float around the inn. Guests and staff believe it's him because a portrait of the judge still hangs in the walls and matches the description of the apparition. A lady in a long dress is sighted in the judge's old rooms moving from one side of the room to the other and disappearing into the walls. The inn is a smoke-free building, and in the great room, people have smelled cigar smoke wafting across the room. This smell could be remnants of the old times when it was popular for men to smoke in the great room after enjoying a lovely meal or before bed. Algonquin Resort, St. Andrews by the Sea, New Brunswick. The St. Andrews Land Company created a breathtakingly impressive medieval-inspired hotel in 1889 called the Algonquin Resort St. Andrews by the Sea, enticing visitors from warmer U.S. climates to the hotel's cooler escape made the hotel thrive under the ownership of St. Andrews. As the popularity of the railroad started to rise, companies all over the North America was building grand hotels along the railway. This hotel was also purchased by the Canadian Pacific Railway. The Algonquin Resort is said to be the most haunted locations in New Brunswick. One guest that is said to be haunting the resort is a jilted bride. A bride checked into room 473 after being left at the altar on her wedding day and died shortly after leaving the hotel from a broken heart. She seemed to return as a ghost and is seen roaming the halls of the resort and room 473. A staff member reported seeing a former staff member pranking them from the grave by rearranging silverware in the dining room. An apparition of a bellhop is also seen helping guests to the rooms before disappearing out of sight. Items going missing just to reappear in different locations, and doorknobs rattling are some of the other strange occurrences that staff have reported.
Caribou Hotel in Caracross, Yukon. Yukon is home to one of Canada's most haunted hotels named the Caribou Hotel. Originally built at the Bennett, British Columbia in 1898 at the start of the Klondike Gold Rush. At this time, it was called the Yukon Hotel. The hotel was located near Frederick Trump's new Arctic restaurant and hotel, Donald Trump's grandfather. Following the gold rush, the building was floated down Lake Bennett to Carcross and then was renamed Anderson Hotel. In 1903, after co-discovering of the Klondike Gold Rush, Dawson Charlie purchased the hotel and gave it its current name, Caribou Hotel. Edwin and Bessie Gideon took over ownership after Dawson died in 1908. 1908. The hotel burned down in 1910 but was rebuilt. In 1918, Captain James Alexander, the owner of Engineer Mine, asked the Gideons to watch his parrot Polly while he set out to sea on his ship Princess Sophia. It sank during this trip and the Gideons kept and took great care of Polly from that day on. The Gideons operated the hotel until their passing and after their death staff and guests at the Caribou Hotel witnessed a figure of a woman standing near the third floor window with a parrot on her shoulder, and bangs on the floorboards can also be heard. Hammering is believed to be caused by former workers of the hotel. Yukon Post had created a post stamp to celebrate the Caribou Hotel and her ghost. Fairmount Royal York, Toronto, Ontario. Downtown Toronto is home to the tallest building in the entire British Empire and is named Fairmount Royal York Hotel. This grand chateau style hotel was built in 1929 and spanned 28 floors until the following year when the Canadian Bank of Commerce was built and acquired the tire, title of the tallest building from it. With continuing reports, there are believed to be more than four ghosts spooking, spooking the Fairmount guests. A gray-haired man is regularly seen walking the halls, wearing a maroon smoke jacket and slacks. Maintenance staff have reported to disembodied screamings and loud footsteps above them when climbing the upper floor staircase. Technicians working in specific areas of the hotel will experience equipment failures and strange fluctuations in the electrical currents. One technician reported to feel cold spots and gusts of wind come seemingly out of nowhere. They have also reported an encounter from a fellow tech from seeing a ghost passed through an area of the ballroom. The Crystal Ballroom, which is new, now closed due to violations of fire codes, 
is where actresses and politicians would socialize, but since its closure, guests staying in nearby rooms below it encounter strange noises such as music, talking coming from the ballroom. The elevator will occasionally bring you to the ballroom floor without anyone touching the buttons. There are sounds of children laughing and running up and down the halls late at night. Guests can, be, can hear the children outside of their doors, and when opening the doors, there is no evidence of them anywhere. On the 19th floor, there is said to be a former employee that hung himself on the stairwell. Staff have witnessed the, the employee's upper body floating around the 19th floor near the meeting rooms. Windermere House, Windermere, Ontario. Muskoka is home to the, the Windermere House which is a 150-year-old Victorian premier hotel and resort. The locals fondly refer to as the Lady of the Lakes. The Windermere House not only draws guests to its beautiful surroundings, it also attracts ghost hunters from all over the spooky encounters of the paranormal. The original owner, Thomas Atkins, is said to be one of the culprits haunting the hotel, knocking on guest room doors and moving items to areas of the hotel he believes they belong instead. There is also a little little girl with will stand next to sleeping guests in their beds. The Prince of Wales Hotel, Niagara on the Lake. Niagara on the Lake is home to the Prince of Wales Hotel, a wonderfully beautiful Victorian hotel built in 1864. It was named after the Duke of York, who stayed at the hotel around the early days of the hotel. Even this premier hotel has a tragic history to tell. Before the hotel was built, Molly McGuire lived on the property in a tiny house that she loved. The War of 1812, when the American invaded Niagara, a soldier charged into the home and killed Molly, mistaking, mistaking her for a British soldier. Reports of pipes banging and showers turning on by themselves started shortly after her death. The hauntings continued to this day. After the tiny home was torn down, the Grand Prince of Wales Hotel was built. Guests have also witnessed hearing voices whispering in their rooms and wooden floorboards creaking with the sound of footsteps when no one else was in the room. These are some of the spooky hotels. Are you brave enough to spend a night at one of these magnificent, bootastic hotels? I have seen the Fairmount Royal York in Toronto, but I have not had a chance to stay there. I hope to someday. It looks to be hauntingly beautiful on the outside. I was intrigued by the Baskerville Hotel. I love castles. And 
this one seems like it would be well would be awesome to visit which of these hotels intrigued you or have you visited a haunted hotel uh, leave a comment below i would love to hear from you thanks for listening until next time stay spooky if you want to help out the podcast you can donate to bizarre and spooky buy me a coffee if you want to share a true and spooky story you can send it to bizarre and spooky at gmail.com i hope to see you next time